Andrea Koppel, host of the Time for Coffee podcast, where you get firsthand career advice into the jobs and industries that interest you the most. And before we start today's show, I have a quick favor to ask you. If you haven't already, I'd be incredibly grateful if you give us a rating and a review on iTunes. And if you're like me, you need to do it now because you'll forget later and because it's the best way to help others who may be in search of career advice to find this free resource. So press pause if you haven't done it and do it right now. I'll wait. Thanks so much and enjoy today's show. Hey there, Java Junkies. Welcome back to another episode of T4C. This week's show is yet another special mashup to celebrate T4C's fifth anniversary and to help get you hyped up to get back to school this fall. This episode includes some of the many 20-something-year-old professionals who've been featured on T4C over the years, and it focuses on the best advice they would have given themselves if they were in your shoes today as a stressed-out college student looking for some career clarity. I hope that what they'll be sharing with you helps to inspire you to take a deep breath and enjoy exactly where you are at this very moment in your life. If you want to listen to any or all of these guests, their original interviews, just check out show notes for this episode for a link. Now let's get into it. My guests include, in order of their appearance, Eve Rosenbaum, who at the time of our interview was the manager of international scouting for the reigning World Series champion, Houston Astros. Today, she's an assistant general manager for the Baltimore Orioles. Gabriel Sebastian, who was a program manager in Mexico at Population Services International, also known as PSI, a global health organization. Today, he is the founder and CEO of Zolo Custom Guitars, making and selling his own guitar designs. Jerry Lee was and still is the co-founder and COO of Wonsulting, a company that teaches people the skills they need to go after their dream jobs. Emily Ray was and still is an emergency response team leader with the St. Louis chapter of AmeriCorps. Esme Stribling-Hoff is a global public affairs senior coordinator at Weber Shandwick, a marketing communications firm. Jimmy Hickey is the founder and owner of Findlay Hats, an action sports hat company that he co-launched out of his living room in 2013. Jennifer Garibay was a recruiting operations specialist with ADECO and is now a program manager with Google. Johnny Pearl is a production supervisor at Cinemation Studios based in L.A., where he's worked since 2016. Jonathan Javier is the founder and CEO of Wonsulting, his mission to turn underdogs into winners. And Justin Wynn, he's an entrepreneur, a speaker, and a podcaster, and is currently the host of the Declassified College Podcast, an iTunes Top 50 show, as well as the CEO and founder 
of Get Your Grind Up. If you could go back to college and do it all over again, based on the wisdom that you have now, what advice would you give yourself? I would tell myself to pay attention in Spanish class because <laughs> Spanish is obviously a huge part of what I do now. And if I, I remember being in high school and being in college and thinking like, oh, Spanish isn't part of my major. I just need to take a few classes to get the requirements out of the way. Now, looking back, and I'm trying to learn Spanish as an adult after school. I really, really wish that I had paid attention in class. I have a solid foundation, but if I had been able to get fluent while I was in college, that would have hugely helped. And honestly, I think these days it's important, not just in baseball, but I think any career being bilingual is a huge thing that employers will look for. So there's that, you know, I wish I had paid more attention in Spanish. There's some parts of me that wish I had taken more quantitative classes, you know, that I had learned Excel earlier, that I'd taken some more statistics classes yeah, in, in high school and in college. But overall, you know, I studied psychology and I studied philosophy and I loved it. And my opinion is that you only get four years to really intellectually engage with a topic. So make it something that you love. So I have the rest of my life to learn about baseball. I have the rest of my life to take classes online, to get better at statistics, to get better at computer programming, to get better at database querying, you know, to get better at Excel. But I only had those four years to study psychology and philosophy with incredibly smart students and professors. So that that's what I would tell myself, you know, study Spanish, take some more quantitative classes, be prepared to do a lot of learning after college. But at the end of the day, study what you love. Uh, the, the main advice I would give myself is take language courses seriously. I, I sort of never paid much attention to them. I took French because I sort of wanted something, but I never gave it much thought. Now I realize languages are probably the most valuable asset you can have in this industry and maybe others as well. Because a lot of the, the job you learn on the job, you know, what you learn in, in academia is very academic versus the real world which is completely different. But languages is different. That would be the first one. Take languages or language courses seriously. And the second one would be, uh, I, I only started getting involved in sort of these case competitions uh, towards the end of my academic career, I would say. So I did it in my, in my senior year of my bachelor's and then at the graduate level. But these, these competitions are available from the start. And knowing what I do know now and all the experiences and the opportunities that these case competitions gave me, if I could go back, the moment I step into that like first class in my first year, I would start looking for what, what can I do now? What can I do now? What can I do next year? What can I do the year after, etc. That would be what I would do differently. There's one thing I would do differently is in my, in my college career, the biggest thing I optimized for was GPA. I was like, you know what, whether or not GPA matters, I don't want that to be a variable in my candidacy for, for roles. And as a result, I did not take classes I thought were the most interesting. I took classes that I knew I could do well in. And knowing what I know now, I wished I took classes that spoke to my other interests outside of just work and outside of, of this. Like, I wish I took classes more on, on history. Like, I feel like one of the areas that I am very not well-versed in is, is history, but I know I understand how important it is, but as, because I knew that I wasn't good in it, I knew I was going to get a bad grade. So therefore I never took those classes, but I wish I did. I wish I took college as more of a learning experience, not 
a pure mathematical equation for my career. And you could also argue that, hey, listen, maybe your career might have turned differently. I, that could be true. But I wish I took those risks because I feel like I sort of have a craving to go maybe take community college courses to take a lot of the courses that like psychology really interests me. I wish I took a class on psychology when I was in college. So at least those are the things that I wish I did, that college is more than just getting a job. Hmm. I would say I would tell myself to take a probably a biology class and just do a little more environmental science out in the field just to get more familiarity with field work. But then I would also tell myself, you don't even know that like what you're going to love exists. So it's pretty exciting future out there. Yeah, I would say listen to your gut. I know that you roll up to campus and you're 18 or 19 and you think, oh my gosh, I have no idea what I'm doing. This is maybe the campus is enormous. Maybe it's just far away or, you know, you're away from family for the first time. And you think like, I really need somebody to, to tell me what to do or to, to guide, you know, let me do it exactly as you did it and, and I'll be successful. And that's first of all, not possible. So, so don't try. <laughs> but second, know that you already have tools that have led you to success because that's how you got there. And it's how you'll get through. I, I listened to parents also who wanted to share, and this was all good natured, their own joys that they had in school. And so they said, Oh, take this class. I had so much fun doing, you know, learning about this topic. And I got in there and it was, you know, miserable. Um, I was miserable for my first semester and it, and it messed up my credits and I had, you know, it was, but I ended no, you know, I have the paper, it's all fine now, but it, it was a lesson to me that you know why you wanted to be there. You know what you wanted to do, even vaguely. You know, listen to that gut, listen to that instinct, draw from what brought you joy in high school, draw from, you know, what you want to try that sounds new or interesting. And also if there's a red flag that says like, oh, this isn't for me. You know, I, I signed up for Arabic my first semester and I got in there and I got through one class and realized no way. And so like, know when to just say thank you for your time as well, but, but trust your gut and trust your instincts because you know you better than anyone else. I guess really take advantage of the masters of the craft that were there. You know, we had three excellent, well-established professional photographers. And while I talked with them weekly about my portfolio and had review sessions with them where they'd look over my work, I think really taking full advantage of, of their wisdom when I had it readily available and it was, you know, literally their job to help. I think taking more advantage of that would have been really helpful because now it's tough to, to find people that are extremely open and willing to help and able to share their experiences with you that are completely transparent, that have nothing to sell you, nothing to gain, and really taking full advantage of those opportunities that aren't there when you graduate. And I think that's you know having those people at your disposal. Uh, along those same lines, I would try to live a little more, I think. You know, I was so stressed about everything. So, you know, this is the end all be all for my future in these four years. And it's so understandable. You know, you come from high school, you you're barely an adult, you barely have any understanding of what life is. And so it really does feel like the end all be all in college. But I would say along along the lines of the, the question before that is just to know that 
you know, there's so much more beyond that. You're going to grow up even more. You're going to change even more. Your interests are going to change. And then that's all okay. So, you know, enjoy the journey, enjoy the ride. And they always told me that during college. And of course, you know, I, I tried to do it as best you can, but they really are the golden years, the time to just enjoy being because there's there's so much to figure out and still figure out even as you get older. And so that that really will never change. And it's a, it's a constant journey. Talk to Steve. <laughs> um, that's the first thing. I mean, I, I got lucky that I, I listened to my future self in that moment just what you did on campus and what you study and how you spent your time while you were an undergrad. It's hard to say. I don't have a lot of regrets about the time I spent at UCLA. I like to say I majored in fun classes. So that's advice I'd give to anyone that is doing college. Like take the classes that you're genuinely interested in, not just the ones that you have to check mark for your major. Stay in contact with the professors that are meaningful to you maintain good relationships there. I'm trying to think of like any specific advice for my younger self in college um, instead of these general things. But I think those general things I would have listened to. What I would say is network early. So important to network early because when you network early, you're able to meet so many more people, but also prepare yourself for getting that full-time role. So I tell people all the time, network early, as early as you can, because that will set the foundation for you getting a job in the future. I think I would probably keep the majority of it all the same. The only thing that I think tangibly would have helped me succeed and accelerate my success more would be having a more engineering mindset. So instead of switching to a finance degree, I would go and probably get a an engineering degree of some sorts, whether it's computer, mechanical, whatever that may be. And the whole reason for that is because the engineering mindset, I think, is so important, especially in entrepreneurship, because they always want to understand how things work. And I think I have that mindset, but just being able to take more courses and learning more about how things work in the real world is so important. And I think that's why you're seeing so many employers looking to hire engineers coming out of school. It's not necessarily that your calculus five class that you have to take in college is important. It's just more of how you think and that you're always looking to solve problems that is super important to these companies. Yeah. And because you're Asian, you're good at math. <laughs> exactly. Right. <laughs> I mean, it should have been it should have been a slam dunk while I was in school. And I, I wish I did it now. But essentially, the reason why I chose finance in college was because I saw it as the easier path to graduating. And I think looking back, I probably would have learned more, not only in terms of knowledge, but about myself if I had taken those harder classes, which I know that I could probably succeed in at the same time. Thanks so much for listening to this latest episode of T4C. And if you're interested in learning more about my coaching services for confused college students and recent grads, feel free to check out the Time for Coffee website under the coaching tab at time, the number four, coffee.org or text me at 202-236-5712. That's 202-236-5712. Thank you.